Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek IV, the voyage home, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. That would make me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. You, happy uh, Monday. Hey, happy Monday. You uh, you got through the title of the film. Uh, I did. Very, very naturally. First, first try. Nice, nice job. I don't want to it's, all down, it's, all, it's all downhill now. <laughs> Muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're on to, uh, we're on to minute seven mm-hmm. here on Voyage Home, and this minute starts with, uh, Sarek talking to Ad- Ambassador Camarag. Your men did kill Kirk's son. And this ends with Camarag stomping off set. <laughs> yes. Is it Camarag or Rag? I do the same thing. Is Camarag? Camarag? Camarag. I think I want to say, but it, Camarang sounds sounds better. Sounds better. Rolls off the tongue more. <laughs> is it? But that's you know that's me putting like an earthly bias on a Klingon name. Uh, so yeah, yeah. This is a uh, um, more back and forth between Camarang uh, and Sarek. Yeah, this is more of the lawyering bit. Is this like the end of um, Few Good Men? You know, you can't handle it. You truth. can't handle the truth. The big, big, uh, <laughs> big standoff. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I know. But I will say, I do like uh, Sarek's, you know, uh, Mark uh, Lennard's performance era, Sarek. I mean, I've always liked Sarek, but I just, I love the his inflections and his, mm-hmm. you know, condescending tone. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, well, you, you nail his inflections right at the top. I heard you say yeah. it. I heard the way you said his, <laughs> drop that line. Um, and... Yeah, his condescending tone. I agree with you because I'm like, could there be, a, you know, if you want to be a prosecutor or whatever, and just you know, needle the witness. Uh, yeah, having a having a condescending Vulcan talk to you is the way to do it, right? Because it's gonna get you oh, riled yeah. no matter who you are. I would think that they need to show this part of the movie in every law class across the country. This is how you do it. This this is how you do it. Like, there's no emotion. There's no it's just business. You just talk like this. It's the facts, right? Your you do- man did kill Kirk's son. Do you deny these events? <laughs> Your monotone condescension is making me crazy. Yes, I did it. I killed him. <laughs> exactly. You're damn right I did. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right I did. <laughs> uh, true to form... Uh, Camarag, we deny nothing. So he already, he, he, he's what? Sarek's Sarek dropped two lines already in this in this confrontation, not in this minute, yeah. but the minute prior in this one. And uh, Klingon's already, we deny nothing. We have the right to preserve our race. I mean, this is, he's quite the, um, uh, uh, I guess a diplomat, and he's an ambassador for sure, because God, dude, we're talking about, you know, one ship. Right. That was lost, and now he's like, "There, we got to, we got to preserve our race." I need, I need Kirk dead, so that the Klingon race well, yeah. shall, can survive. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, 
Come on, man. Um, we have the yeah. I mean, I get what he's saying because of his whole, you know, long speech before about, you know, Genesis and they think it's, you know, a weapon and, you know, they created a secret base to launch, you know, attacks. And I get that they have the right to preserve our race. However, you know, you, you can't just go around killing people. <laughs> well, that's the, that's that line that, you know, Sarek drops the last one. You know, Do you right. have the right to commit murder? Which right. is like, oh, you know, you know, needle, needle drop or needle scratch, um, and he doesn't get to answer it, does he? No, he does not answer it. No, because the crowd he... gets all like, ooh, yeah. Um, what... <laughs> 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 they did. Ooh, there's a lot of reaction. He went there. He went there. He did. Um, accusing a Klingon of murder. But I feel like that's like. Accusing people of breathing. I mean, I mean, not to cling on. Just like this ultra ruthless race, and I mean, they've always been trained as like the bad guys. They've always been tra- betrayed as the killers and the warlike. I mean, even in Next Generation, I mean, they were definitely portrayed as the you know all about war and glory and dying in battle and everything like that. So, I mean, yeah. is this? I mean, everyone's going, ooh, you know, but are we? Are they really, I mean, are they really surprised? No, no, I just think it's maybe one of those, uh, I'm trying to, you know, I, I wish I had, you know, memorized all of the Klingon episodes and stuff, but, you know, to outright accuse a Klingon of murder is probably, right. it's probably dishonorable, right, in their eyes. Like, whoa, whoa, you, you dishonor me by accusing me of that. You know, I, I killed that mm, guy because he looked yeah. at me weird. And I just and, and this goes to a larger subject, like how many times did Kirk and crew kill people in the show? <laughs> they never were brought up on charges of murder. No. no. Uh, it was all a misunderstanding. Oops. Yeah, right. Lesson learned, won't do that again. <laughs> I just uh, feel like this is a you know, I get the larger issue here why the Klingon is here, you know, they're the talks of peace and this, you know, now they're talking about Genesis. I, I, I get all that, but I feel like Sarek saying, like, you know, you killed Kirk's son, you committed murder. I feel like the Klingon should have said, like, yeah, <laughs> what of it? You know, like they all do it, and I do it again. And I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, so. So everybody's ooing and, you know, like, oh, and, and the, you know, then the president, you know, says, hey, no further outbursts from the floor. And then Sarek says, I have come to speak on behalf of the accused. Right. And so he just strode into the, you know, when you go back to the last minute and he just strode into this room, interrupted the ambassador who's speaking yeah. and starts like grilling him. And now he now he's like he didn't even ask like you shouldn't be like point of order you know Mr. President can I speak you know none of that he just now but is he's, he but is he an ambassador as well does he have the rights to be here uh, yeah he's ambassador Sarek I believe yeah ambassador so he can do pretty much whatever he wants <laughs> he's got one of those uh, what's the he's got one of those credential passes yeah diplomatic license he can do whatever he wants. diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I get a little, this minute, I guess, you know, I get a little confused on the sequencing of, of mm. how things go. Cause like, again, Sarek saying, you know, halfway through he wants to speak. Right. Um, and then the Klingon 
you know, protests, personal bias. His son was saved by Kirk. Right. Uh, and then the president's like, well, with all respect, the council's deliberations are over. So what, what, yeah. When what, did, that, what that's phase are we big, in? Yeah. <laughs> like that's another big thing. Like what? So, so the Klingon just wasted his time talking to, like the president could have stopped him before he was like, he demonizes Kirk before he goes on about how, you know, they're they're preserving the race. He could have been like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you're wasting your breath, man. We already we already talked about this. You missed the meeting. We had the discussion back backstage. We're done. You know, like I feel like it's a waste of time. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. Um, maybe this is like the sentencing hearing. Mm. Right? They've already made the decision. He's been charged with nine violations of Starfleet regulations right uh maybe this is a sentencing phase and that's when the klingon says no i want to bring it back to klingon mm. or to Kronos, and uh well presumably they kill him i, I can't imagine they would <laughs> right what is what is klingon's uh what are their what's their justice well we do find that out here um because uh you know, the ambassador says, you know, Kirk goes unpunished and Federation president says, you know, they've been charged with nine violations of Starfleet regulations, which he fails to list out here. Um, and then, you know, he, the Klingon ambassador is like, Starfleet regulations? Outrageous! And then he says, remember this, there'll be no peace as long as Kirk lives. So we know that their sense of justice is death. Right. Uh, how would they do it? How do you think they would do it? They just, they just stab him? The nine violations. Yes. Uh, do we know what they are? Uh, we don't. I can think of one. Uh, well, however, two. I, get two. I, I will. I will say that let's keep an eye on the nine violations. Okay. Because. Do we want to try and figure them out? We want to try and figure them out, but also do they reference nine again, or do they reference another number? Oh, I feel like you're. You're setting us up for something. Perhaps. All right. I got. I need to go there though. Can we? So, stole the Enterprise. Obvious, yes. right? Disobeying uh, direct orders. Disobeying direct orders. Uh, they broke McCoy out of prison. Yep. That's got to be at least one. If not yep. two, because they assaulted. You know, one of the destroyed, destroyed, destroyed property in the jail. They destroyed property by sabotaging the Excelsior. Yep. You're up to they, six kidnapped uh, Mr. Adventure oh. um, or uh, imprisoned him against his will, whichever yeah. one you want to, yeah. whichever one you want to go. Um, Dude, you're close. You're up to seven. seven. Oh, they, they, they went to Genesis, which was forbidden. Forbidden. But was that against Federation? Is planet forbidden? Yeah. I'm going to say eight. I'm going to say that one's eight. Okay. Ooh, what's the ninth one? Mm, I don't know. They blew up the the, the destruction the of the Enterprise. Oh, that's probably not. Yeah, that's probably well. That's probably destroying the Enterprise with Klingons on it. Yeah, there's probably something there, right? You know, did yeah. you have to? You know, we understand you had to blow up the Enterprise. You know, last ditch right. or whatever. But did you have to do with the? You, you caused an international incident with. Mm. Well, now I feel like. Do you think this is what the writers were doing? <laughs> Yeah, like Har Harv and Nicholas Nicholas Meyer. And well, I wonder whatever. if they just threw the number out and they were like, and then of course, us nerds are probably like, what are they? What are those nine violations? I'll say it again, and I've said it every season we do this. I love doing this podcast for this kind of stuff. 
months because I've oh yeah in all my years I've never tried to figure out what the nine were. <clears throat> no, this is yeah, I love this. Okay, so you oh, um, so you're saying hang on to the number nine. Yes, hang on to the number nine. Okay, all right. Um, I had one. Uh, have you? Okay, so not pause, but tangent. Um, yes. Have you ever have you ever watched a movie with the commentary track turned on? Um, a couple times. Yeah, like all the um, way through. Have you done all the way through? I've never done all the way through. Neither have I. And but which ones? I'm just curious since you've done it. Which ones have you done it? Do you remember? Uh, Blade Runner was one of them, Ooh, yeah. and um, I can't remember the other one. But I I started to watch it and I was like, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah, I Blade Runner must have been awesome. That was probably like chock a block full of cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I'm I I am I, I watched uh, Voyage Home with there's uh, at least on the I don't know I've got the Blu-ray of it. There's there's two commentary tracks and one of them is Leonard Nimoy and Shatner. Oh, cool! And it's uh, I'm gonna say it's cute because they're hmm. they are literally uh, probably doing exactly what you and I are doing. They're they're either I think they're in a room together, but right. all, all I'm picturing them is like podcasting because they're they're just they're just chit-chatting about the stuff, <laughs> the stuff <laughs> that's on screen um and it, in this scene particular i don't know if it was this minute particular but the scene um they're just they're like oh yeah you know the, i remember the scene very well that everybody they're all very good actors you know very, very professional they're talking about all the people in the room <laughs> and um uh, nimoy said something interesting that he doesn't he he d- didn't know mark lenard very well Oh um, really? Yeah, he did. I didn't know him very well personally, but he did a great job as my daddy. Huh. And I'm like, oh my god, this is like the cutest thing. Listening to these two guys, <laughs> I gotta go. I, I I will find out. I don't know when they recorded it. Um, I get the impression that it's it was you know probably for the Blu-ray release and obviously mm. before you know Leonard Nimoy passed away. Um, but it felt r- relatively f- you know fresh. Um, but. I just it was just weird hearing Spock refer to uh Sarek as his daddy. As his daddy. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, I think I, I don't know, it's I've again watching commentaries, it's not for me, it's not my thing. I don't I find it yeah, mm. annoying because you know, like, well, I wanna sit down and watch this movie that I enjoy. Um and you know, listen to people talk. It's right. Yeah, it's just it's a weird experience, but it's perfect for this show. Um and then the fact that it's Leonard Nimoy and Shatner talking about it. It's it's pretty special. It's pretty cool. Hmm. I recommend it if you haven't. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So you. So we, interesting tidbits. Tidbits at oh, the yeah, end of this. At, yeah. Yeah. So please. at the end of this minute. Uh, so we have. Uh, you know, Cleon Ambassador stomps off. In the in the in the original script, there's a there's a little bit of interaction after. And okay. It's between the president and Sarek, and what happens is, is uh, the president says, "Sarek, Sarek Vulcan, with all respect, we ask you return Kirk and his crew to answer for their crimes." Mm-hmm. So there is a known that they are harboring the criminals. Okay, like they are harboring them. So it is. So I think we've talked about this before, even last season, and I think previous episodes in this one is. Do they know where they are? And clearly they do. They know they're on Vulcan. Mm, okay. Yep. That's right. Yep. And then uh, Sarek responds with, with, with respect to you, Mr. President, there is only one crime, denying Kirk and his crew the honor they so richly deserve. The honor. Yes. 
So I found that quite interesting that, A, they know where they are, and B, that Sarek is, like, ecstatic to the point of saying, like, they didn't commit any crimes other than the one you're committing by not honoring them for what they did for me and my family. Is it, uh, well, that's what I'm... Uh, and potentially the universe. Well, that's where I was going. I'm like, I was starting to think about it. I was like, well, what? Okay, so what? Uh, what is he, he referring to? So, obviously, bringing Spock back from the dead. Right. That's that's a pretty big deal. Yep. Probably is going to be like, once... We'll have, to, we'll have to explore that a little bit this season. Like, once that gets yeah. out <laughs> to the universe yeah. at large, you know, what does that mean? People are like, whoa... Vulcans can come back from the dead, you know, like that's going to be, uh, well, I think there'd be, there'd be some yeah, gossip there. Yeah. Um, or, well, I mean, what else did they do? I mean, and I'm, I'm not trying to downplay, but so they, they rescued Spock. Uh, they kept the Genesis device out of Klingon hands. Is that another plus? Yep. Even though the Genesis is a failure. Hold on, yeah. not, not a failure is a weapon. It could definitely, even though it it stinks, right? It doesn't right. make beautiful planets. It just makes you know lava balls. Uh, oh. It still it still could wipe out a planet. It eh. right, but did did they? <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm struggling with this because I'm like, I know I know Genesis planet blew up and it obviously was going through. But is there more? Like if they had done things by the book and had gone by you know uh dr marcus's you know explicit instructions which was to find a lifeless moon yeah or some other body to use the the torpedo on would it have been a success i mean again remember oh there's there's khan in genesis there's Reliant in Genesis, there's right. the Tara Nebula in Genesis, whatever else is around there in Genesis. I mean, I mean, right. right. Was we talked about this last season, right? Was it the proto matter? Yeah. Was it yeah. the proto matter or just that the fact they detonated it in an right. unintended spot? Yeah. I mean, I think David took, you know, he took the fall by saying that, yeah, the proto matter was there and I made some mistakes. I cut some corners and, but had they done it properly, would it have survived? Right. Mm, we'll never. We'll never know because I don't think they even address it in this film, right? That they, they don't. No one ever. Right. They don't have that like scene where they're someone's carting off all the Genesis material and like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, carting it off in a box and burying it with all the other boxes right. in a warehouse somewhere. They yeah, never right. really. <laughs> they never really uh, close the door on the Genesis project. Right. Which, which could be hey. That means they've left that door open for some other film or some other storyline in a in a series, right? Maybe. Maybe someone could try it again. Hmm. Ooh. New Picard. They find uh, they find uh, the old Genesis data, and someone steals it. Oh. Tries to. Would Would you Would you be excited if they did that, or would you be like? Oh, I think that would be interesting. I think it could be an interesting story. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yes, we've got that uh, right where this is at the time we're recording this, uh, late uh, 2018. There's the um, uh, in the news that that we've got a a Picard TV series coming, presumably in 2019. Right. Uh, And uh, yeah, wouldn't that be an interesting uh, interesting arc? That'd be a cool story. Yeah, that would be. 
Now I'm I'm just pausing, staring at the space as I'm like, ooh, imagining the possibilities. <laughs> but that's not good for podcasting. All right. So uh, one other tidbit, and we sort of we sort of talked about this at the uh, offline. Mm-hmm. And so again, Camerag turns to leave, and everyone's doing their ooh. You know, they're they're all chit chatting and all that kind of stuff. Something is shouted. Yes. And I went online, Memory Alpha, our friends at Memory Alpha come through again. Apparently, there's a rumor as to what is said. Yep. And someone says, "You pompous ass," is what is said. Yep. And I've listened to it a couple times, and it sounds like that. That's exactly what it sounds like. But. It's one of those things like where if someone tells you something, it's like, hey, this is what it said. You sort of start believing it. Is yeah, this one of those gold dress, black dress, you know, you see one thing, I see one thing. Or because there's no other reference to it. Like there's nothing in the script. There's nothing in like I, I've looked everywhere and I found one little snippet on Memory Alpha of one guy saying it's you pompous ass. Right. Well, I, I – I had a note in my, you know, getting ready for this minute. I had a note to just, just the question, what, what got yelled? Because somebody right. yells something, and I couldn't, I couldn't make it out. But I didn't spend a lot of time rewinding. Um, and then when you told me, uh, you told me that offline, and I listened yeah. to it again. I'm like, oh yeah, totally saying you pompous ass. Uh, so yeah, I don't know now if I'm, if I've got audio bias. If that's a thing. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is am I, am I just hearing it because that's what I have been told I'm hearing. Did you think it was something else? I thought it was Klingon, to be honest. I thought it was... Oh, just... I mean, I mean, when I first heard it, I thought it was Klingon. I mean, I told you offline what I thought it was, which is one of the shouts from when Baron and Flash are... Uh, and Flash Gordon are battling, and someone shouts something like, Hey, Voltan, or something, and I'm like... <laughs> and I'm like, ah, wrong movie, man. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, true. But... <laughs> Uh, no, I like that. But no, I, yeah, I, I think it's, and I, I want to know who it is. Cause the void, like, who do you think said it? Cause it's the, it's, uh, it's, it's off screen. I think the camera's on camera when that, you, and you hear that, right? So right. you don't actually get to see the person shouting. Um, I'm assuming it's not the Federation president. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe take uh, it. Oh, may, I was going to say maybe those robots, but they, uh, and I think they only speak in, Bob's ass. Uh, yep, so it's not them. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's uh, one last question. Then uh, who are they yelling what if, at? What if it? What if it? Yeah, that's are they true. yelling at it, Sarek? Or the? Because it could be one of his Klingon pals in the back there, like you pompous, you know, covering his mouth. Yeah. You pompous ass. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Presumably, it's Camerag. That's all I got for this minute, man. That's all you've got? That's Actually, it. That's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well then, uh, uh, that was a good one. Uh, let's wrap it up. Um, and uh, we'll come back here on Wednesday. And then, uh, folks, in the in the, in the the meantime, if you're looking for something to do, um, why don't you head out to uh, tpublic.com slash Star Trek Minute. Uh, we've got some uh, Coolio... Uh, t-shirt designs and whatnot out there and uh, i guess it's designs that are out there but you can get more than t-shirts right you can get stickers you can get iphone cases and 
wallets and pocketbooks. I don't know what else, but uh, all sorts of cool stuff uh, with Star Trek Minute uh, designs. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, take a peek. Everything, every little uh, purchase you make, a little bit comes back and helps the show, helps keep the lights on here. It's Star Trek Minute. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back on Wednesday talking about Minute 8 of Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.